Lakers lose 121 to uh, 114 to the Toronto Raptors, 36 and 28 on the season. Three-way tie for fifth place in the Western Conference. Lakers uh, obviously could fall back to seventh. Uh, Lakers and Portland head-to-head so far, 1-1. One and one. Dallas 2-1 on Lakers, so they have the tiebreaker over the Lakers. Uh, we got a lot to get into. Uh, I'll get kind of right into this. Um, this is uh, two straight losses to two teams that have absolutely no reason to be in any game with the Los Angeles Lakers. The Sacramento Kings and the Toronto Raptors should not be in a game versus the Los Angeles Lakers. It's just that simple. You got two teams, by the way, if they were fully healthy, if they had everybody, um, if De'Aaron Fox and Harrison Barnes were playing on Friday, if OG Ananobi, Fred Van Fleet, Chris Boucher are playing in this game for the uh, Toronto Raptors, let's just say they had everybody. Still, these should not be games. These are two teams that are 10-plus games below 500 facing the Los Angeles Lakers within 10 games of the playoffs starting. I'm not saying it's got to be perfect basketball. I'm definitely not saying that. I understand LeBron James has been out for 20 games. He's just getting back. I understand Andre Drummond, Ben McLemore were just picked up in the uh, um, buyout market. I understand that Dennis Schroeder didn't go tonight, and Alex Caruso didn't go in that last game, uh, last couple of games for the Lakers. I get all that. I'm, I'm not trying to uh, pretend that none of that has happened. This is too stacked of a team to be losing the way they're losing. This is too good of a team to give up 121 points against the Toronto Raptors. This is too close to the playoffs to be playing this style of basketball. Um, no sense of urgency. I mean, it's just simple as that. There is no sense of urgency with this Lakers team right now. And if if the repercussions of, of losing like this means you could potentially be in some of these playing tournaments or playing games or whatever the case is. I don't know how important that is for this Lakers team right now because they're not showing it on the court. They're not showing it on the floor. It, it's not the the games. This was before LeBron James and Anthony Davis came back. We were actually complimenting the way the Lakers were playing. We felt like Man, they're going to every loose ball. The effort is there, all that stuff. Now I almost feel like we're going backwards to where it was when there were games where the Lakers are playing early on in the season, the Detroit Pistons, the Oklahoma City Thunder, where you knew those games just didn't matter that much um, because it was so early in the season. You can't say the same thing now. We can't have that same excuse now. Uh, Anthony Davis was incredibly outplayed tonight by Pascal Siakam. Uh, AD was 5 of 16 from the field. He had 12 points, 7 assists, 9 rebounds. Pascal Siakam had 39 points and 13 rebounds, was 15 of 26 from the field. Uh, the Lakers let Kyle Lowry, and don't I'm, I'm the first one. I was telling Michael Thompson this that uh, in the pregame show that I'm a fan of Kyle Lowry's game. He's an easy guy to root for. Had 37 points against the Lakers plus 11 assists. That's not Lakers bas- That's not the Lakers basketball we've been watching these last couple of years. They can't get stops. Um, you know that part is what I think is so frustrating about these games. Listen, they got a game coming up tomorrow against the Denver Nuggets. Maybe that's going to wake them up a little bit. Maybe you know some of these games coming up here sooner than later will help wake them up because the next five are against playoff teams. But we we can kind of throw that excuse card around, and we have. I mean, the Lakers. If you look at their last. Um, if you look at their last seven games, loss against the Utah Jazz, two losses against the Dallas Mavericks, a win against Orlando, a loss against 
Washington, Sacramento, and Toronto. That's their last seven games. They're one and six in their last seven. And listen to the teams that I just pointed out here. We're not talking Brooklyn and Clippers and, you know, we're not talking the elite of the elite here. Um, and that obviously uh, has got to be incredibly disappointing no matter who's on the floor, no matter how much chemistry is there, no matter who's coming back. That, to me, is what is is more mind-boggling. All right, 877-710-ESPN. Um, of course, as always, I encourage you to pick up the phone, to call into the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. And uh, Laker fans, just very bluntly, what do you think of the game? What do you think of where the Lakers are right now? What are the biggest issues that they're going to have to get corrected? And it's not like they have a couple of days to figure it out. You got Denver, one of the hottest teams in the NBA, who's doing it without Jamal Murray. Just beat the Clippers at Staples Center yesterday. Um, Really, really making some stuff happen. 877-710-ESPN. I'll take your phone calls throughout the uh, postgame show. If you want to hit me on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa. Um... Let's take a quick listen here to a coach on uh, on LeBron James. Uh, this is just a, a quick clip here, and we'll see uh, what the latest is on LBJ. Yeah, just um, you said it right there. Um, you know, his ankle is uh, balancing some soreness, and, um, you know, we decided not to bring him back. Um, you know, we'll see how he's feeling tomorrow. All right, so that is, um, that's what coach uh, gave us as far as LeBron James left in his, as Mike Trudell put it, and – um, you know, left the game with about six minutes left to go or so. Uh, let me read it exactly here. LeBron left at around the same point he always does in the fourth quarter and went straight to the locker room. Lakers were down 111-95, and and Frank Vogel decided not to bring him back in. We'll see how he's feeling tomorrow. Um, I, I guess I don't really care what happens with the rest of the regular season when it comes with LeBron, and what I'm referring to there is just his health, as in – if he doesn't play any more of these games, okay, it is what it is. You just want him to be healthy. That's obviously the most important thing. Um, but I think there's also this – I don't want to you know, continue to just kind of point out excuses for the Lakers. They got to figure this out too. They, there's, there's too many good players on this team, too many guys that have won championships, too many guys that understand what a critical part of the season it is, that uh, they should be figuring it out either way. Um, and they're certainly not making it happen on the defensive side. Um, okay, let me squeeze in a quick uh, phone call here. Let's do. Uh, let's go to Byron in Los Angeles. Byron, appreciate you calling in. You're on the uh, Pizza Lakers post game show. Hey, how how you doing? Good man, thank you. Um, I'm just very livid right now at this point. I just think the team, the effort I saw in the fourth quarter was great, but how about showing that kind of effort in a desperate situation? for an entire four quarters. How about that? Mark Gasol, where is he? Because when he was in the lineup, the team was, was doing okay. And I had my complaints about his slow-footedness and his lack of jumping ability, but he had a way of getting people into the right positions on, on offense. And defensively, he's always talking, and he's in the right position, and we don't have as many lapses when he's in the ball game. I know we got Drummond. I know Drummond's a good player, but maybe – it's just it just doesn't fit at least at this point something has to give and i don't see the right adjustments being made and sitting here watching them you lose to subpar teams is just I, i'm just subpar I'm at a loss subpar byron right subpar is uh and i appreciate you calling in that's uh that's too much of a compliment to those other teams these aren't subpar teams these are these are well below 500 teams 
you know, it's funny, I'm, I'm watching the game and I'm across the street at Staples Center. And I listen, I, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of calls like this tonight. And that's okay. This is part of how it works. When when the team is playing well, I hope you guys also pick up the phone and call in and give them credit where credit's due. And when they're not playing well, this comes with the territory. This is just how it works. Um, but I, there was a point in that, that game against the Raptors and I'm, I'm looking around. I'm seeing the way Kyle Lowry's running around. I'm seeing the way Siakam is running around. Um, pretty much all the players for the Toronto Raptors are like, wait, which is the team with the sense of urgency? Is this, is it Toronto that's trying to fight for this, uh, to avoid the playing tournament? They're, they were coming into this game, they were three games out of that 10th spot to, you know, obviously be a part of the playing tournament. I think behind Washington is where they were. But Toronto was playing like the desperate team. They were playing like the team that was um, trying to grab that uh, solidify number five in the Western Cup. Dallas lost today to the Sacramento Kings. They lost to the Sacramento Kings. Lakers could have put themselves back in that fifth spot, um, but that wasn't the case. Uh, all right, a quick shout out here. Course Seltzer, Rocky Mountain Refreshment, now in a hard seltzer. And check this out. Every 12-pack purchased refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. We appreciate their partnership. Lakers lose to the Raptors, 121-114. When we come back, more of your phone calls. Got a ton of tweets that I want to read here as well. Um, we'll continue to see if there's any more updates. I want to play something also from uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel on Anthony Davis specifically. AD did not have a good night. Um, I, I think that's a fair conversation to have on AD. Uh, we'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Here is Birch blocked by Harrell. Spectacular defensive play by Montrez Harrell. Starts a fast break the other way. LeBron down the middle, powers up, foul in a bucket. A perfect sequence for the Lakers. Montrez Harrell with his second block of the game. And it started a Laker fast break that ended with LeBron laying it in and drawing a foul. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance. Only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. Not much defense from the Lakers tonight. 121-114, to 114, they lose to the Toronto Raptors. Um, you know, look, I, I can look at, I can say, hey, THT had 14 points tonight. Seven assists, by the way. Kuz, 24 points, 8 of 16, hit six threes. Andre Drummond, a good statistical night, 19 and 11. LBJ, I mentioned the 19, 6 and 7. Uh, Anthony Davis, 12, 7 and 9. Um, but I think all those, you know, they're, I don't want to call them empty stats, but they're kind of empty stats. When you give up 121 points in a game, I mean, Laker fans, just looking for some defense. That's it. Let's play some defense. Lock down teams like the Sacramento Kings and the Toronto Raptors. Um, those are the type of games. These are, these last two games are the type of games where you walk away saying, "Okay, we'll be fine. We, we get back into um, we'll get back into our uh, some type of a rhythm." These are the games that you need. Almost feel like the Lakers took a couple steps back. I, I tweeted this out. I, I mentioned right after right at the end of the game that what the Lakers can probably use is a a lot tougher competition, and it's coming whether they like it or not. Look at these next five games for the Lakers. All right. You got the Denver Nuggets tomorrow, Clippers on Thursday, Portland on Friday, Phoenix on uh, Sunday, and then the New York Knicks a week from Tuesday. 
every one of those teams has something to play for. Every single one of them. There's not one team out of those next five games that are not going to be fighting for a playoff position and trying to take advantage of the Lakers if the Lakers are down. Um, but I almost I, I feel like the Lakers need something like that. I feel like if there's something to wake the Lakers up, maybe it's the tougher competition. Maybe it's with their backs against the wall. Maybe it's knowing that you only have eight games left before the postseason actually starts or before you're in a playing tournament. Uh, 877-710-ESPN. I'm going to take a few more phone calls here. Uh, but let me read off a couple quick t- uh, tweets here. Patrick Bedley, real estate. They don't look right. The chemistry is not there uh, this year for some reason. We are not a good good defensive team anymore. Very, very frustrating to watch this. Now LeBron's ankle is sore. LeBron left the game, uh, did not come back. All right, let me, re- let me read off another one here. Um, at Ryder Rain. I think Lakers Nation should be concerned. We can't use this just got back from injury excuse anymore. We had everything we needed to beat Sacramento, Toronto. That's a key right there. You had everything you needed to be Sacramento and Toronto. You weren't playing Brooklyn and Philly followed up by Milwaukee and Utah. That's not what the schedule was. It was two teams well below 500. So I think that's that's the head scratcher, I think, for a lot of Laker fans out there. Um, Al in Los Angeles. Al, I appreciate you calling in, bud. You're on the Pizza at Lakers postgame show. Hey, Alan, how you doing? Good, man. Thank you for calling. Uh, I just wanted to say, man, I don't know what's wrong with this Lakers team, man. I mean, it, it, they can't seem to play a, a complete game. One day, one day is their, it's their free throws or, 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 or turnovers. Next day is their outside shooting. Today was their, it's their defense. I mean, we can't even beat these bad teams. How are we going to beat the good teams, man? It looks like we're going into the uh, the play. How are we going to even beat Golden State or – or New Orleans or Memphis, man. I mean, I don't know, man. Well, this thing <laughs> looks like they're out of sync. L- listen, Al, and I appreciate you calling in. Um, it's a uh, it's a fair question to ask because we're in the moment right now. Do I still think the Lakers will figure things out? Yeah, I do. I do think they'll still figure things out. I mean, I, I, as long as health is is there, we'll get a chance as the post game pro- progresses. We'll get a chance to hear from LeBron James and you know, obviously that ankle injury. So. I don't think uh, I think the Lakers what what they're what they're doing is they're not taking advantage of opportunities, which is the competition that they're playing. They're not playing good defensive basketball, which will kind of fuel everything on the offensive end. They're not playing with a sense of urgency. There's a combination of things. The talent is there. Don't I don't want to hear anything about the talent. Nothing. This team is stacked. The roster is stacked. You got everything that you need. Um, and there's a lot of other teams that you're playing that that are not a hundred percent either. Uh, okay, let's go to. Let's go to Rich in Glendale. Rich, appreciate you calling in. Hey, Alan, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Um, One thing that I've noticed this season is this is about the fourth time that the Lakers have had uh, a strong emotional swing to the season. There was when Anthony Davis went down, then when LeBron went down, then when AD came back, and then when LeBron came back. And it has taken them a while to kind of emotionally ramp up in all those situations. And unfortunately the team just doesn't have the time, doesn't have the luxury of time to go through that kind of swoon. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's been a lot of talk the last few weeks of, well, when they get LeBron and AD back, they're going to be fine. And I agree with you. I mean, I think if they're healthy, I I don't think they should fear a play in situation. I don't think they should even fear going up against Phoenix or Utah in the first round. But I think they've got to be really careful. This is going to be a really hard week coming up because playing Denver tomorrow when Denver is well-rested 
And I think the game Friday in Portland is almost a throwaway. I don't see any chance that they fly LeBron up there on the second night of a back-to-back. So the Lakers probably need to focus on being as healthy as possible for a play-in because if they overextend themselves trying to get this sixth seed and trying to avoid the play-in, they may overextend these guys that they already have coming back off major injuries. Appreciate you calling in. Good call, Rich. Um, Listen, I'll say this. I don't disagree with what you're saying. Rich, we just had Sacramento and Toronto come to Staples Center and win two road games without most of their good players. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get the whole... And you make some very valid points there of, okay, let's just let the regular season play out. But I feel like I've been doing that for most of the regular season. I keep saying, well, just wait till this happens, wait till that happens. And it might something might just click come next game against Denver. I kind of like the stiff competition. I, I like that the competition is going to get tough because this, in my opinion, will allow the Lakers to have to step up their game. Okay, I said I was going to play something. Um, I, want, I want to hear Coach talk about Anthony Davis. AD and Siakam tonight, there wasn't a matchup. AD and Siakam, it was, it was Pascal Siakam looked unstoppable tonight. 39 points, plus 13 rebounds, plus two steals and two block shots. Um, here's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel talking about Anthony Davis. AD, by the way, 12 points, seven assists and nine rebounds, just five of 16 from the field. Yeah, I think he's coming, coming around. I don't think he's quite uh, where he wants to be uh, from a rhythm and timing and conditioning standpoint, uh, which is to be expected. You know, after a, you know, whatever two and a half month absence, you know, without, uh, you know, being able to get into, into practices and we're using the games to get back in, in shape and, and build his rhythm and timing. And, you know, I think he would say he's not, not quite where he, where he needs to be, uh, where he wants to be. But, um, you know, we knew that this, this was going to take place. This is going to take a little time for these guys to get their rhythm back. So, um, you know, we just got to remain together and, and, uh, you know, keep, uh, Keep honoring our work. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Let me uh, let me squeeze in one more quick call here. We got we got so many Laker fans that want to be a part of this post game show right now. Let's do um, let's do Mario and Pico Rivera. What's going on, Mario? Yeah, man. You know, just want to speak out to the Laker Nation. Don't panic. We're gonna be all right. LeBron's barely getting back. You know, Anthony Davis is still he's still trying to get back. So the chemistry with Drummond back, uh, all three of them, it's gonna take some time, but. I mean, don't hit the paddock alert. We're going to be all right. The biggest game is going to show they, they play to their potential. You know, Sacramento and the Raptors, mm-hmm. they took it light. You know, the defense was sloppy, but they'll get back to it. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in. All right, we got, uh, we got uh, Kyle Kuzma coming up next. There was a question that came uh, to Kuz on if the Lakers are playing with a sense of urgency. I think that'll be interesting to listen to that portion of uh, the interview. More of your phone calls coming back. I encourage you guys, if you're out driving around, listening on the app, however you're listening, 877-710-ESPN. More of your phone calls coming up next. Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. 121-114, the final score, Raptors over the Lakers. 36-28 and 28 are the Lake Show. They've lost uh, six of their last seven games. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory, direct, high-quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how. Locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956, Vista Paint. Lakers uh, win points in the Paint battle 58-48, lose the game 121-114. All right, I'm going to try and squeeze in as many calls as I can in this segment here. Uh, Gary in Woodland Hills, what's going on, Gary? That's taking my call. You got it, man. 
I, I just wanted to talk about uh, Andre Drummond, man. Ever since he, obviously, we're all excited to have him over, but I, I just don't see his uh, defensive energy being there where we had when we had uh, Dwight Howard. I mean, the guy showed up you know every night at the end of there with energy. This guy just kind of walks around there. I don't I don't see him playing with the same sense of you know energy and urgency to uh, to protect the to protect the paint. And I mean, if you look at Montrezl Harrell, he should be watching Montrezl Harrell and produce half of that guy's energy, I think he'll be in a lot better shape until we get, obviously, LeBron back. You know, he, obviously, he's back, but he's hurting. So, we're, you know, we're in trouble there as well. And, and now he lost then the shorter due to COVID protocols. So, God knows when he's going to be back. I mean, we got we got some work to do here at the end to to make this happen. Otherwise, uh, you know, we're in trouble. Got some uh, – uh, Gary, definitely got some work to do. And I'll, listen, I'll just say this. Um, we you can, you can pick Andre Drummond. You can say he's got to be better defensively. Where's the energy – uh, this entire squad right now, where's the energy and where's the defense? Um, you know, I, I think it, we had a caller before I went to break talk about how the Lakers play down to their competition. They do, and they'll probably play up to their com- uh, competition tomorrow when they go up against the Denver Nuggets. I'm assuming they will because if they don't, Denver's as hot as any team in the NBA without Jamal Murray, who, by the way, went to Staples Center yesterday with Kawhi, with Paul George, and won another game against the Los Angeles Clippers. So if, if I guess for me, it's just very simple. It's Are, are the Lakers, are they playing defense or not? Offense is going to come. Offense will come. You're going to have nights KCP will give you 20. Dennis Schroeder any given night can give you 20. Montrez can come off the bench, give you 18. Kuz gave you 24 off the bench tonight. And I still haven't even mentioned LeBron and Anthony Davis. Your squad's got to play defense. You got to you got to be able to get stops. They gave up 121 points to Toronto tonight. They had two guys almost get 80 points on them. Two guys, which was the two obvious players that were going to contribute. Robert in San Diego. Robert, uh, appreciate you calling in. What's going on, Robert? Yes, hi. Uh, yes, it's Robert. Go Lakers. I think my main concern is the lack of coaching the Lakers to be ready. Mm-hmm. I just think that the Lakers are not ready for these games. They're turning the ball over. They're taking, you know, a lot of shots. Of people are not the people that should be taking the shots aren't taking the shots. And I think the coach needs to maybe make the rotation eight players. Just go with the best eight. Go with the eight players that are ready to go. If a player's going to turn the ball over, send them on the bench. Every game is a different game. Some players going to be ready. Some aren't. And you can't always base it on keep the players happy, play them their minutes, and, you know, you got to go with the players that are ready to play that game. Appreciate you calling in. Eight games to go. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Robert. Uh, We'll see if, by the way, as you get closer to playoffs, how much they tighten up that rotation a little bit. Solomon and Lake Balboa. Solomon, thank you for uh, calling in. Hey, Alan, thanks, man. Uh, Here's the thing that I don't like. I don't like this trend. This is now a trend, and this is the wrong time to have a losing trend with the playoffs this close. And if the trend doesn't turn around and remember I talked the other night about that switch and they can't at least get up for the, for the good teams. I I couldn't, I couldn't swear the Lakers are coming out of the West right now. That's not a lock. You'd have to agree with me on that. No, Uh, I think right now, and I appreciate you calling in Solomon. I, I think right now, if these next five games, you don't see this, um, Desperation is not the right word. And when I say desperation, what I'm referring to is desperation on the floor. As in, look, every one of these games count. 
Um, this is it. Lakers had, remember uh, going into the Orlando bubble, Lakers had eight games to kind of prep, and then the playoffs started, which, by the way, they didn't play all that great in that, uh, that leading up to the bubble, and then we saw what they did from there. At any moment, the Lakers, in if they if they run off this next five games and go four and one, people say, oh yeah, but it's the Lakers. They're supposed to. The story is not the Lakers winning. The story is the Lakers not winning, because their expectations are they should be handling business every single night, or at least handling business against teams like this. I shouldn't be doing another post game show talking about the Lakers losing to a team below five hundred. I think that's that's safe to say. But do I feel like at any point things can change? I do because they're so freaking talented. They have so many players that obviously can contribute on a night in, night out basis. Uh, one more quick call here, Ken in Newport, uh, Ken in Newport Beach. Hey, hi, Alan. Thanks for taking the call. You got it, man. Look, I can understand a guy having a a bad shooting day. You know, I've, I've watched Morris have eleven in a row, but I can't understand a guy standing around and playing no defense. And I, it looked at times like Anthony Davis was asleep or didn't get any sleep. He was standing around when people were going around him, standing around when they were taking 10-foot jump shots, and standing around when they were going to the bucket. I've never seen him do that. I've seen him miss shots. Mm-hmm. But something was not right with him today, and I sure as heck wonder what it was. Ken, appreciate you calling in. Thanks for calling in. Um, I did mention that I was going to play something from Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma was asked post game if uh, the team is playing with a sense of urgency. Take a listen to Kuz. Um, You know, it, it's just a little different this year. Uh, that's all I can say. I think that uh, if you look back to this this stretch right here and uh, the bubble the bubble eight game seeding games, um, it was just different. You know, obviously uh, we're not as healthy as we were uh, during that stretch, but. Um, I think for the most part last year, um, even during those games, you know, we all were kind of together and, um, you know, that that's just not what it, what it is right now. Hmm. So interesting, huh? Who's, uh, being honest on that one, uh, how together the team is, you know, I think there's something to that. I I definitely think there's something to that. I, I think it's very easy to watch right now. It's not like we're watching. We're saying, oh, this is flawless basketball. Look how beautiful that ball is moving. These guys are on a string. Look at them play defense. One guy's perfectly helping another guy on defense, and they collapse and uh, bring the guys down low, and there's another defender waiting for them. We're not having that conversation about the Lakers right now. We're not. So that's an interesting one to hear from uh, Kuz. I want to play one more from Kuz. This is actually him literally talking about how uh, he feels the team is connected. Uh, I, don't, I just don't think we're connected right now. I think we're um, unhealthy and uh, just not good enough. Um, you know, losing six is, is very tough. And we've all had um, winnable games during that stretch. And, uh, you, you know, it's just a little disappointing. Uh, you know, we're just not together as a whole, uh, you, know, uh, you know, teams, team, staff, everything. So uh, we just got to get back onto it, uh, you know, try to find out some some way, somehow to uh, get it clicking again and get that spark. And, um, yeah. I think that's what it is. Appreciate Kuzma's honesty right there about the team not connecting right now. I really do. I think it's one thing for uh, me to say it or a caller to say it. It's another thing for when you got a player saying that, yeah, something's not connected there. And maybe a lot of it does have to do with these guys obviously being out for as long as they were. And maybe as naive for myself and other Laker fans to just think, oh, they just come back and everything will be fine. 
Okay, um, take more of your phone calls. We come back, 877-710-ESPN. LBJ did speak to the media. I got an update uh, from LeBron James. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll take a listen to him talking about his ankle, and we'll uh, take a listen to him talking about health as a number one priority. And then also I think he had something very interesting to say about the playing tournament. We've heard people criticize the playing tournament. LBJ gives his thoughts. Stay right here. Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Rough patch for the Lakers here. They lose again to the Toronto Raptors, 121-114, the final score. A um, couple of weeks ago, I was using this same microphone, talking about how I thought the Lakers already got through the tough part of the regular season. It's all downhill from here. Um, that has not been the case at all. Lakers have lost six of their last seven games and unfortunately now are in a position. Um, I'm going to point out real quick the NBA standings, and I want to play some clips here from LeBron James. NBA standings, Lakers 36-28, and 28, Dallas 36-28, and 28, Portland 36-28. and 28. First of all, how exciting is that to see um, three teams kind of jockeying for position like this, especially if you're not one of the top two of those three teams. Now you're in this playing tournament kind of fighting for your life just to get into the playoffs. So that's obviously what we got with the Lakers. They got Denver tomorrow, Denver 43-21. and 21. Denver's won nine of their last ten games. They've won five games in a row. The Nuggets. Without Jamal Murray. That's who Lakers got on this back-to-back. Um, LeBron giving uh, giving everybody an update on his ankle, how he's feeling after the loss of the Toronto Raptors. Um, you know, the first half, it does a, um, it feels really good. I'm obviously warm enough for the game. You know, got, you know everything is going well. Um, you know, in the last two games, the halftime, you know, after the break, you know, it's kind of you know, gotten a little sore on me, um, a little tight. Um, and, um, you know, obviously coach decided not to, you know, uh, put me back in towards the end uh, because of that. So, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. All right, that's uh, that's obviously worrisome, Laker fans. Uh, no question about it, it's worrisome. I read something off. Uh, this was in the pregame show with Michael, and we were talking about LeBron. Took a quote from LeBron after the game on Friday. LeBron basically saying that he'll never be able to be a hundred percent again. And I think you know LeBron's talking about. The he's been in the league for 18 years. The dude has played three additional seasons. Just the playoffs has been three additional seasons. Okay, so really what we should be saying, he's played 20-plus years. So I say that because when I saw today, and I'm you know, listening to John on the broadcast, John and Michael, and they say, okay, we're getting word from the Lakers. Looks like LeBron is out for the rest of the game. That part's scary because you felt like with LeBron missing 20 games, missing close to six weeks of action, the hope was, okay, now he's ready, he can go. And I guess you don't fully know in a condensed season like this season is unless you give it a shot. And that's obviously what LeBron James um, is doing here. He's giving it a shot. LBJ uh, going a little bit further here, talking about health is the number one priority for the Lakers team. Take a listen. Um, I think our team is predicated on health. Um, that is the number one thing for our ball club. Um, you know, we're, we're a team that um, we need to be healthy and we need to be full, you know, and, uh, you know, if it's not one thing, it's the other, you know, and then, you know, we show up today and, and our starting point guard um, is not in the lineup. Um, so it's like another blow for us. Um, so, you know, that's going to be the biggest thing for us down the stretch more than the games that we're playing on just how how healthy we're going to be, you know, going into the stretch run. All right, that's LBJ. Um, that's been uh, the theme of pretty much everyone that describes the Lakers for the last four or five months. Like, they just got to be healthy. They just got to be healthy. 
That's it. And now that the Lakers are starting to get healthy, what am I referring to there? AD's back. AD's been back now, I think, five games now since that second game against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, Actually, no, the first game against Dallas. One of those first. I can't remember off the top of my head. AD's been back. LeBron's now been back for a couple games. So just keeping all that in mind, and then hearing LBJ say health is our number one priority, uh, this is going to be a very interesting couple of weeks here before we get to the playoffs. And I guess the question is going to be, how healthy can the Lakers be going into the postseason? You know, there's uh, I'm a man of cliches tonight. Defense wins championships. I got another got another cliche for Laker fans out there. Um, you don't have to be the best team. You got to be the healthiest and the hottest at the right time. I thought the Lakers were starting to get towards the healthiest, right? Because um, a lot of other stars around the NBA, they've been grinding all season where LeBron took 20 games where he obviously didn't play. Anthony Davis, 30 games. So with all that in mind, uh, now we're sitting here and health is uh, going to continue to be the number one priority, and that has been the conversation for the last four or five months. And guess what? It's going to be um, the uh, a conversation moving forward anytime we talk about the Lakers. One more uh, one more. I want to play from LeBron James uh, from his postgame interview talking specifically about his health. Well, I, my level of concern, I really don't have too much level of concern, but my thing is I need to be healthy, um, you know, and I need to make sure that my ankle, um, you know, is in the um, where it was before, um, obviously before the injury. So, um, you know, obviously I got to be smart with it. I'll talk to, you know, my trainer, Mike, and, you know, and go over with the coaching staff and, you know, talk over with some of the players as well. But the most important thing for me is, is to, to be healthy, um, you know, and to uh, be at full strength, uh, you know, when it really matters. I mean, it, it matters now to me, you know, because I, I, I hate sitting out games and I, help, I hate not being out on the floor. But, you know, I'm also not, uh, you know, helping myself or, you know, helping my team uh, being out there and I'm not at full strength. Um, I, listen, I'll, I'll kind of emphasize this because I've spent most of this postgame show talking about the Lakers losing the Toronto Raptors. I'm going to go back to this. I do think the Lakers will be fine, and I still think that the Lakers, uh, you know, obviously competing for an NBA championship, um, they're no question about it going to be into the mi- in the mix. Health is going to be the biggest thing. But there is also a kind of a surprise factor of what's taken place over the last seven games um, and I think that has a lot to do with some of the frustration from Laker fans is you're playing teams that aren't healthy either. Um, you're playing teams that are missing some key pieces. And you're doing enough in each one of these games to uh, to allow those teams that you're not expecting to win to get a W against you. Um, so I didn't have the clip for this, but I'm going to read this off. Dave McMenamin uh, put up a, uh, a tweet, LeBron James on the playing tournament. Whoever came up with this, with that... Uh, Let's just, uh, I can't actually say the word, needs to be fired. LBJ basically saying that the playing tournament is not a good idea. Luka Doncic, if you guys remember this, maybe about a month ago, had a similar similar statement. Got to be honest, Laker fans, um, I'm a fan of the playing tournament. I'm a fan of that being a part of the mix. Maybe I don't don't like the exact structure of it. I do think there's some things that they could have done that would have been a little bit different. But I'm a fan of it, and I think a lot of fans are going to be excited about it. And I'm already reading this, and I'm looking forward to talking to Michael Thompson tomorrow when we're doing the pregame show and and getting his opinion on it. The playing tournament is not the issue. It's not. A team fighting for, you know, trying to stay out of that 7 or 8 spot, that's not the issue. Um, 
the reality is if you're good enough to make the playoffs, you're going to make the playoffs. The reality is, yes, can a team get lucky and win two in a row, whatever? It absolutely can happen, and we know that. It happens. But for the Lakers, if they end up in the playing tournament, it will be a combination of they weren't healthy all season, and it will be a combination of opportunities they had, they missed. These last two games are good examples of opportunities that they had that they missed. That's just kind of the reality of the situation. So um, we could end it right there, and I know uh, you know for Laker fans that are out there, um, starting tomorrow morning at 5 a.m., you can start your reaction. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. So you'll certainly get a, an opportunity to uh, continue to chat about the Lakers. Uh, our next game, by the way, so it's Lakers-Denver tomorrow. I'm telling you, one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now is the Denver Nuggets. So if there's a time, I don't know if this is good timing or bad timing, but I'm going to say it's good timing that the Lakers get the Nuggets tomorrow uh, because this is an opportunity for the Lakers to really have to play fantastic basketball for 48 minutes to get a win, and maybe this is something that they need. So Lakers-Nuggets tomorrow. Pre-game coverage will start at 5.30, tip-off at 7 o'clock. Thank you to Jesse Lopez, Curtis Poindexter. Thank you to Rebecca Rebecca Womble and to all the Laker fans that took out some time, listened to the bro- uh, broadcast, and also you know, obviously called in the postgame show. We always appreciate it. Start tuning in tomorrow again at 5 a.m. Lakers lose to the Toronto Raptors 121-114. to Three-way tie now for fifth place. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.